0: back. This is Tony B from the Broken Gal Corner and I have a special co-host with me today. Introduce yourself, sir. Technical difficulties.
1: But you can just call me the hood therapist. Ding,
0: ding, 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 ding. Yes, so I have a hood therapist here, old friend of mine from school. And he's jumping into the podcast scene, and we're going to take it over, you know, show them the ropes, and introduce them to my following, but also help them, you know, navigate the world of podcasting and also get a proper footing when it comes to it. Um, today's episode, we wanted to just wing it just to see, you know, how the flow everything is going to be in this talk about dating and relationships today. last conversation me and the her therapist had together was about communication, honesty, and trustworthiness when it comes to men and women and dating. And Mr. Hood Therapist here had put up some very, very valid points around communication and what the men's thought processes are when it comes to effectively communicating to women. Um, Hood Therapist, you want to take over and explain a little bit more?
1: So, as a mental health counselor, I see that a lot of people in relationships have the number one issues like what i should say in relationships is communication and expectations communications is sometimes we feel like we want to say something but we don't say it and then we expect people to know it and that's where expectations come to where you expect people to know how you feel without addressing it and we also need to talk about expectation from other people when certain expectations isn't met maybe you should start looking at what you're doing as a person and not blame the person because the person is only showing you what to expect but we as individuals think that we want more from that person mm-hmm.
0: definitely definitely you know I um told you guys already about my situation I just came out of with the gentleman and um, and like Mr. Hood, Huther- like the therapist says, you know, a lot of the times we ex- we th- we think we're explaining things one way and expect that person to understand what we're thinking, and then they're gonna automatically behave so. But re- talking to the hood therapist made me realize that I wasn't effectively communicating to my previous partner about my expectations of him and how I wanted him to conduct himself day to day based on the conversations we had prior to that event taking place um also I just I've I've come to realize and I you know it helped me open my eyes to a lot of the baggage I was carrying was a lot of the times we as women put a lot of pressure on men expecting them to communicate as effectively as us because you know as women we are groomed to just we grow from a young, from a from a child to a teenager in the West Indian community. I'm West Indian. Um, you know, growing up, you listen to your parents. Your parents know the right way of the world. And then when you start to come around, when you start to come around certain corners and achieve certain milestones, you start your personality starts to starts to get into play. And then you learn more about yourself and what boundaries and barriers you don't want the other person to cross. And with that being said, I've learned with this previous situation, I don't want this barrier to be crossed because not only does it infringe on my happiness and my peace, but it's not productive to me and my, up my growth. And I thought with this previous relationship that, oh, you know, he's doing his thing, he's got whatever, whatever, and that's just his indulgences, that's just what he wants to do, and I'm, op- I'm supposed to be okay with that, and I, and 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 eternally, it's not okay with me. But I felt if I said something, that would make or break us. And that's because of my trauma response from previous relationships, why I thought that way. Um, What do you say about that therapist? So, like, like you just said,
1: trauma. So, as you see, that trauma does not go away. It goes with you. Mm -hmm. So if you don't work on your trauma, Mm -hmm. even though it may go away momentarily, Mm -hmm. it's still there. That's what's called avoidance. Mm -hmm. When you avoid dealing with problems, Mm -hmm. it only makes the problem bigger. Let's give you an example. Mm -hmm. If you have a balloon and you start blowing it, blowing it, blowing it, blowing it, that balloon represents avoidance. And every time you avoid something, just blow a balloon. And all the stuff that you don't address... Blow the balloon, and as you can see, what would you rather have? You pop the balloon, or the balloon pops itself? Most people let the balloon pops itself, and when the balloon pops itself, what happens? You get into more situations, and it adds on to a new balloon. Mm. So sometimes we, as individuals, don't look at the roles we play in consequences in our life. Like my good friend said, she was in a relationship, and she didn't address certain things that she didn't like so in all actuality what happened it got worse because now as an individual I'm not saying people are evil but in human nature if you don't address something that you don't like I'm going to continue to do it if you give me money all the time without asking me who you think I'm gonna go to you as a person Mm -hmm. so that's why boundaries and limitations has to be set into place
0: Okay what do you say i'm I'm coming across a lot of videos on you on TikTok, and I see that a lot of women, including myself and a lot of women that follow my page and read my articles about dating and stuff, I find that a lot of good women are being shortchanged in new situations how how What would you say could be the building blocks?
1: that a woman could go down to heal so if you're getting short in the relationship you also again have to look at yourself
0: mm-hmm.
1: what are you missing and what are you trying to get out mm-hmm. that means some people try to get things positive things out of other people validation confidence encouragement mm-hmm. yes that's good to always have support but if
2: you make outsiders outside validation your main source Mm -hmm.
1: is going to hinder you because now say if me and you were going out and i keep validating you you're going to feel great because i'm Mm -hmm. giving you the stress right Mm -hmm. but if you rely on me to always validate you what if one day i'm upset and you come to me thinking i'm going to help you and i got things going on this is called projection I may project my problems onto you without you really understanding what's going on with me. So therefore, that validation I usually give you is now swept underneath you. Mm -hmm. So what's gonna happen? You're gonna internalize that and then say, oh, so I'm not worth this. So what I say to women and men is that you have to always remember first to validate yourself and make sure you are right with yourself. Mm -hmm. then get those expectations from outside sources but if you don't validate yourself knowing what you want and you only get validation from outside sources it's going to hinder you and make you become depressed angry and may sometimes not trust people
0: okay so how does a woman would how would a woman avoid not trusting people
1: that's what you have to start what are the needs that you need what are your needs what are the needs that you have what are unmet needs and how can you meet your unmet needs without people because when you start doing when you start thinking about yourself and meeting your goals that you established Mm -hmm. you build confidence in yourself so therefore like I'll give you an example they think I'm, people would think I'm like some gangster and if I were to listen to people that would destroy my whole self-esteem but I'm not I'm not I went to school got my degree and that's because I wanted to do this so regardless of like when I'm on the street and people like oh yo you, you sell weed yeah I get offended but has not bothered me that much like it used to because I'm confident in myself
2: and mm-hmm. my abilities
1: and I know what I'm doing so I don't allow people to interfere in my confidence
2: okay
1: what else um, you also have to
2: mm-hmm.
1: write down things that you don't like. Write down the pros and cons of everything that you do or don't like.
2: Mm-hmm. Write down your
1: expectations, and you have to also look into who you're dating. Maybe expect things from that person, but if a person, if you talk to a person and he's always going out, always hanging out, that's the expectations. Is they showing you what they are, but then you expect them to change. Only a person the only time a person is gonna change is when they wanna change. Mm. If you bring a horse to the water,
0: you mm-hmm. can't bring a
1: horse straight to water.
0: That is true, that's definitely true. Um what else I have to say? What else I have to Um that was some great points.
1: We also have to talk about the communication between men and women because Yes recently Please. I started to see that men, a lot of men have been opening up to women, but now women are shutting down men's feelings. So do you
0: think a, do you think the attitudes and roles have reversed?
1: I, I believe so. I believe women are more masculine and men are becoming more feminine. Yeah. And you can tell by the way how the killing is these kids is killing each other and it's not women killing women it's men killing men men killing women because men are emotional creatures that don't know how to communicate they feelings, and when they do and they get rejected they project the anger because they already got something going on so this also goes with self-validation and knowing how to communicate mm-hmm how do you feel about the whole
0: dynamics i think i de- i most definitely think the dynamic has shifted um i just got off the phone with my uncle and i was um t- before i called you and i told you that um i was telling him like my situation and like how i have my outlook now with um with with good men and I, he's he's like you know just try to remain open to it i don't it's his only fear is that he don't want me to you know be old and alone because he feels like everybody's out there for someone but I explained to him like nowadays I find that more men that I've come across who who want to, who wants to date me, they're very intimidated by me because I'm a go getter and I have every I have most of my stuff in order, and they just don't know where they could fit in, and they feel like if I don't have my hand down and I'm asking for stuff, they can't fit in that puzzle. But I told him I said, you know, you could fit in the puzzle. Just see where things are not where it should be. And just fit in, just get into the groove of it. I shouldn't have to physically come to you and say, "Hey, I need this done. Can you do it for me?" And I feel like I find that a lot of men today want women to be codependent on them, and and a lot of women. I'm not one of those females to be codependent yeah. on someone else if I know I'm well, I'm up and able to do it myself.
1: Yeah, I definitely understand that because men. have to feel they are the leader Mm -hmm. so when they meet a woman that's
2: the leader alpha female Mm -hmm.
1: they get intimidated Mm
2: -hmm. because
1: of their own situation because you're doing something that maybe they wanted to do scared to do or ashamed to do and they say you're doing it and sometimes men feel like oh they in a better position than me they might leave me so that's when they start to project their own negative self-feelings outwards
2: Mm -hmm.
1: because i have i had personally i have a woman that is extraordinary she's the one that really put me and changed my life but Mm -hmm. you have to be the person to willing to step down on your role and become a student and not a teacher right and men have a problem with becoming
0: students. They just wanna teach. Yeah, exactly, I just said that. I said I find, and another thing I find too, Don't, um, please don't take offense to this, I find that a lot of men today, most of them are not men, they're boys grown into men, but it implies they think they are men. So when a woman comes into the picture and she sees certain things, it's, it's, it's natural that women, are groomed to be fixers we don't want to put things in order for you we put the puzzle pieces in place and i find that a lot of women when the women say hey you know this is out of the way you should do this so you should do that because it, it will help you you know and i find that men are not receiving that today it's like it's too much for them and they don't want to try they just they're just ready and willing to just give up or let the woman do it and then take the, the fruits of the reward What do you think about that?
1: I mean, I'm not going to get offended because you have an opinion, I have an opinion. I will never get offended. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing people need to realize. Mm -hmm. We are opinionated human beings. We all have opinions. You can't internalize or take offense of what somebody thinks. That's why communication is the key. So when you said men are not real men, men get offended by that because who is a woman to tell a man what a man is because Mm -hmm. there's no there's no fit category for a man that's like a man saying you're not a real woman but there's no real fit for being a woman but as far as you try to help the person you gotta always remember like I said before you can bring a horse to the water you can't make the horse drink it Mm -hmm. all you could do is try to educate the person on the situation but if they don't want to change, it's going to be up to you what you're going to do moving forward. I don't. A lot of us have struggled with boundaries mm. boundaries. People think boundaries is selfishness. Um, just to divert for a little bit, let me just tell you the difference. Selfishness is example. I have a hundred dollars. You come to me and I say, yo, yo, let me get a five dollars. Mm -hmm. I pull out a $5 and rip it and say, I don't got it. Throw it away. That's selfish. Now, if I say, I have $2, you ask for a dollar. I say, I can't do it because I'm about to go somewhere. That's boundaries. So if you see somebody, you're trying to help and they are not going in the direction you want them to go into. And I I emphasize you, Mm -hmm. you need to realize you are stepping over the boundaries now. And that's what causes complications. Because the only person you can control is yourself. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So sometimes, even though it's hard, you have to set boundaries. Like, all right, I'm going to tell them. If they don't do it, that's all I And you have to be okay with that because it's not your decision. And it also goes to family trauma you have to figure out people's lifestyle and how they grew up and sometimes people hold on to childhood trauma and they're they're basically adults in childlike me- mentalities.
0: right well that's what i'm finding more of like when when a woman is just trying to like add more purpose and value into someone or even trying to uplift that person it's like a lot of the times I'm noticing the man put, has the hands up Mentality And it's like if you're telling me these things And you want these things done And the woman is helping you She's navigating, and she's networking She's putting her neck out there She's getting you through those doors You gotta suit up and, and let's go You know what I mean? You can't just have this hands up and say You know, I'm not ready yet Because it, it's not gonna work But then that's where
1: you're bound yeah, you see what you just said mm-hmm. those are your expectations like I, this will go back to what I said sometimes we have to realize what our expectations to other people are and what they're showing us mm-hmm. and as a therapist I always want my clients to be great be wonderful but that's my expectations so you have to meet the person you're dealing with where they're at And that's the problem. Most people don't want to deal with the person they with, where they at. You have to meet them where they at and talk to them and try to build them to where you want them to be. And sometimes it won't work. Another example. If you're depressed, right? Mm -hmm. And you hang out with me and I'm mad, hype and fun. You're going to have a momentary fun, maybe. Maybe. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you won't. But you're going to have a momentary friend if you do. But when you leave me, what's going to happen? You're going to go back to being depressed. Yep. So even though you try to make somebody do something that's best for them, mm-hmm. if they're not ready, it's still not going to work for them. Right. You have to, even though it's hard sometimes, you have to always meet the person where they're at. And if you don't want to meet the person where they're at, that is your boundaries and you must understand that and you can't bring that into a next relationship, you just gotta understand everybody's different
0: right, that's true that is
1: true I have a question for you Mm -hmm. how do y'all how do women, well I can't say you speak for the whole but in general, I'm just asking you How do women feel about men when they give them the world, but still treat them like crap?
0: When the woman gives, when the when the man the woman the world, and the the woman gives, I think that's just a trauma response. Honestly, I think that's the woman second guess in the relationship like she's just, she's looking around the corner expecting something to come and if she doesn't see it, she she wants something to happen because everything is too good to be true
1: so you see what you just said right
0: mm-hmm.
1: now you can put that up for men
2: mm. mm-hmm.
1: because we all human yeah we different sex. We all feel scared, anxious, depressed, sad. We all have the same emotion. We just act different in the emotion. But like he was just saying, a man, if you are powerful woman and I'm a weak man, you're going to be intimidating to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to think you're going to leave me sooner or later.
0: But why would that even come into play if? That woman has put in so much work, energy, sweat, tears into that relationship, and she would leave if if you love that person genuinely and you really ride for that person, and you want to stick it out through thick and thin, and you guys are on the same accord about your intentions with each other. I don't see why that woman would, that man or woman would leave because y'all make each other happy. You know, you you guys fulfilling each other's cups what would make them want
1: to leave i mean just like you said trauma maybe they have diagnosis paranoid schizotype It's a lot of things like in the black community it's a lot of people that is under that's not diagnosed so with that being said people are born taking people with Diagnoses that they don't even know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like you could be a paranoid person and be with that person that's paranoid, and they don't trust you, and you don't understand because that's their personality is paranoid. Mm-hmm. So that's why I said communication, getting to know the person in a deeper, intimate level, and not just oh I like you and stuff like that. You have to sometimes find out their backstory, understand how their life was. So you could get a bigger picture of how, why, and how—not even because I don't like saying why—the reasons they act the way they act. Mm-hmm. If I was—if I was a kid growing up, mm-hmm. and I ain't get no attention from nobody in my household, and I go to school and I get no attention, as an adult, I'm not gonna trust nobody because I feel like nobody's gonna pay no attention. I'll be depressed, and yeah, I mean they're. I may be able to live a quote unquote normal life, Mm -hmm. but I'm still going to have this depression. So if I get in a relationship, I'm still going to feel, I can't trust you because you may leave me or not care about me because that's what I've been dealing with all my life. Right. So it's a lot of, sometimes in relationship, it's just things that people go through and they bring it into the relationship.
0: Hmm. Now that's my next question to you as a man. Do you think why do men bring the trauma from elsewhere into a new relationship?
1: Because they were they was never able to heal or never even like again avoidance. So they never dealt with their problems, they just move forward. Thinking that I moved forward and it's not bothering me right now, so I'm good. But then something else that happens that may be similar to the old situation triggers them to go back into that. Mode of negativity and bias
0: thinking. Mm-hmm. That's not good. That's not That's good. good. How you physically, because then how you, you're you bringing this to the new woman who had nothing to do with that previous woman's behavior, and then that, that new woman now has to carry the baggage from the previous relationship into the future. So she's going backwards to propel herself forward.
1: But that, that again, it's not right. But if, if I don't know what I do wrong, how am I knowing I'm doing you wrong? Even though you may tell me that, and I may not. Just for, all right. again, a communication. So if I tell you I don't like something you're doing,
0: mm-hmm. you're
1: either going to respect it or not, right?
0: Right. So,
1: so if that person may not understand what they're doing. And even if you tell them, you know, you're doing this wrong, they may not believe you. For example, if you, if I was a narcissist, a narcissist is somebody, somebody that likes to use people to take to get advanced or wants to send attention or, or lies about things for their own personal gain. Mm-hmm. So if I
2: was a narcissist,
1: telling you something and you're telling me yo no that's a lie you think i'm gonna believe you
0: no we shouldn't
1: but that's the thing some people have to look into they self Mm -hmm. and change change their behavior but it's it's it's, sometimes it's hard it is because you're used to it and
0: then also too also, too, when you have when you around family and they have these these expect expectations, you gotta live up to. It makes it even more difficult to navigate, you know, your relationship or your goals that you want to effectively because you have the constant pressure around you. And
1: somebody negative, like what you're saying, like if you are trying to build somebody else and they so negative and they're not trying to do it that's maybe they coping mechanism not saying it's a good thing that's their coping mechanism from a trauma mm-hmm. is to be defensive because mm-hmm. they feel like you're attacked yeah you know? another example if i tell you yo don't do that that's that's wrong and I'm hypersensitive. I'm gonna feel like you're attacking me. So I'm gonna go back, I'm gonna go in my defensive mode. No, no, I'm not doing that. Don't talk to me like that. So it's also sometimes how you communicate with a person. We have to start using I words, I statements, instead of saying you. Cause you, when you're talking to somebody and say you, 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 you sound like you're choosing them. When you say I, 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 you're talking more informal and you're addressing your feelings. That's true. That is true. Overall, the whole problem nowadays is communication and people addressing their mental health.
0: Yes, most definitely. And also any other any other issues that they have lingering in the background. Like if you have substance abuse, if you have any like traumas that you had growing up that you haven't fully addressed. Um, any underlying lingering issues that might affect the relationship. Because it takes a toll on that partner, your person that you're with. It definitely takes a toll on them. That's why
1: you should have the discussion about your old relationships what you expect from this person in the new relationship compromise in your relationship learning boundary settings even though you are in the relationship you still could have boundaries because you are still individuals mm-hmm. and think differently
0: mm-hmm. that is true um So the second half of it, I wanted to touch upon mental health and relationships. Um, I find that also to a lot of times, I won't say pe- I won't say men because it's both sides of the aisle. I say people haven't fully addressed their previous issues that happened growing up through their youth with their family members or any traumatic events and sometimes certain events that happen in their new relationship or current relationship brings them back to that point so how is how could someone proceed forward heal and let's talk about that part like the, the healing with with the mental health aspect
1: funny because we were just talking about that so it's old old time anymore but it's also it's, that's that's triggers. So you have to again you have to be a person that you have to look at your motivation mm-hmm. of changing. And you have to look at yourself to see if you want to change.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because sometimes people don't want to change. So you can't expect nothing from them if they don't want to change. Now if you want to change have to look into yourself and see what what are the things that went wrong mm-hmm. and what roles did you play and what they went wrong and how you can change yourself as a person see people when people break up they be trying to look for closure and they be trying to look for the reason why that person left Sometimes you won't get that answer. I'm going to keep it real. The majority of the time, you won't get that answer. So you have to sit there and just learn from what happened, what you didn't like. What you didn't like and what you didn't like. And you have to learn from what is your triggers. Like, most people will realize their triggers is don't like being played and being disrespected but then where does that come from Mm. your past right so you have to deal with past issues and you have to think about it again we said it like most of us are grown adults with childlike mentalities because when somebody has when somebody criticizes another person sometimes we Internalize and we get mad and project that anger. Like, well, what you talking about? What you talking about? Da, da, da. And, But we're not really listening to what they're saying because we're thinking about old stuff that happened. Right. And you have to learn how to heal from that by looking at what happened and not. And I'm not saying like your feelings ain't validated. Your feelings are your feelings. You're the one that went through that situation. But as adults. We have to look at real-life situations, too. Being an adult is hard. So sometimes we do things wrong. And it's not to say we did it to wrong you. Mm -hmm. We just did it at that current moment because we thought that was the best thing to do. So if your parents were drug
2: addicts and they didn't
1: take care of you, Mm -hmm. your feelings are validated they didn't care about you you was hurt that's valid Mm -hmm. but now as an adult your parents are drug addicts drug addicts don't even take care of themselves so how can you expect them to take care of you and that's just the reality and i'm not saying it's okay but that's the reality of the fact and some people aren't okay with dealing with the reality causes of what happened back in the days and then look at reality of maybe i it's not right what they did but i do understand like example again they drug addicts what can they really have done Mm -hmm. but but now as an adult you have the option to rebuild back those relationships that was never made when you was a child and that's the healing process or you could talk about Your feelings to the person that did you wrong, because that's starting the
0: healing process. Right. That is true. So, how would how would you say someone should go out and seek start the road of, of of healing?
1: You can uh, go to www. That's my website.
0: Okay. We got
1: all different type of professionals over there. Okay. All different type of clinicians. We did help, mm-hmm. but it's also you have to just look in yourself and start saying what what you got to start saying if you want to change and what do you want to change. It's called stages of change.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So you have to look at where you at in your stages of change.
0: Right. And that's something that comes on on your own level. You have to just say, "I need to, I need help," right, so to speak. Okay, but yeah, that kind of that was kind of my thing when my father had passed away. Um, it, It he was the he was my whole entire world, and then when he passed, I didn't have no I didn't have no backing to turn to and say, "Okay, dad, how I navigate this? How I figure this out?" And that's when I knew, okay, I needed a help because everything was just coming at me all at once. The guy I was dating, school, work, everything was just coming all at me at once. And normally when it gets too much for me, I just go to my dad. And just be in his space, everything was just start to clear up for me. Because my dad was the type of person when things were rough, he didn't stress. You never see my father sweat. He would just go through a stride. And... With with that, without that energy there, I was like, okay, I need to just, I need to first of all cut all of this out, take a breather, step back, but figure out, excuse me, how do, how do I go forward? And when I didn't get the answer, I, I basically said I need help again, and I reached out to my therapist, and she has been a blessing in disguise. She's helping me heal. She's helping me. Navigate all that old baggage that I was carrying, that I thought I was, that I already, you know, assessed and put away and filed in the cabinet. No, yeah, we dug all, we dug all that back up, and we've been going through it.
1: See, that that shows you right there. You thought you got rid of it
0: because mm, it didn't yeah, show up, right? And it was just building. Yep, it built. See,
1: what you what you said is is a perfect example of grief. Mm-hmm. If when the person is gone you feel like a piece of you is gone but yeah. you also gotta remember everything that it was teaching you is still in you
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it's for you to move on and build on your own because at the end of the day God was just died life your soul he gave you directions but it was still your choice to go that direction mm-hmm. so you're not looking at your strength and no. your ability. Mm-hmm. You, this is again where I go back to saying outside validation. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying your dad did everything great. He helped you, but you're not picking yourself up for making your yourself be able to maneuver through all of that stress that you're going through. Right. So that's where you always have to give yourself self validation. It could be the littlest thing, like you waking up this morning, validate yourself.
0: You see, but the problem is for me, and you, and you can relate to this because you're West Indian. yourself. So we don't, we don't, for, for some reason, I wasn't shown how to do that. I don't know how that feel. So it was like, okay, I did something great. Keep moving. You know, I've always been just getting things done, but I never took in the moment to just relish in everything I've done. Until I had to take, I was forced to take a, sip, a seat back and say, okay no you, you want to break this is what you're doing and let's celebrate it
1: let me tell you this right now let's give a moment to validate ourselves everybody mm-hmm. so tell yourself you're beautiful you're doing great and you're going to continue to do great give it five seconds and everybody tell yourself that mm-hmm. yeah. beautiful guys keep doing that you you too every morning every night try to validate yourself yeah even if even if there's a little goal that you made like yeah I'm gonna make sure I'm going to work on time validate yourself because the littlest things build up to the big things because big things come once in a while the little things come every day
2: Mm mm-hmm once you start doing that you want to start believing in yourself
1: but as far as when you going through your situations you need to sometimes stop thinking evaluate put your things in a hierarchy what's the most troublesome down to the least troublesome and then the most troublesome make a plan a b or c Mm -hmm. problem solving and solution solution finding sometimes when we get in a problem we don't think about problem solving or solution we just get stuck in the feeling and again i'm not trying to not say your feelings ain't real because we all human we all got feelings your feelings is validated right but we allow our feelings to dictate our movements and not think about how to move to get out of it so we be stuck in just the feeling right there's no movement
0: right right and again,
1: I know sometimes when you be sad it's hard to get up, it's hard to move but you could be depressed and happy at the same time you can get up and still be depressed but do what you have to do and that's just telling you that this feeling of depression is momentarily you control your emotions so if you stay depressed it's because you're sitting there in that feeling and I'm not saying it's easy, but you have to find and dig down to motivate yourself to move and make movements. Even if it's the little thing, you're you depressed most of, most of the days and you don't go nowhere, you don't take a shower. Even if you get up and take a shower, mm-hmm. Validate i like, damn, I didn't take a shower in three days. Yes, I finally was able to do it. That's what I'm talking about. Tell yourself a positive thing. Oh, I was so sad. I, I haven't watched TV in a while. I, I, I was able to watch TV. The smaller things will make you start to move and feel better
0: right how do how would somebody how would somebody overcome setbacks that's affect their personal lives as well
1: i i, I say um see what i what i say is when things go wrong i, I chalk that life is a whole experience everything is experience, either mm-hmm. good or bad experience mm-hmm. So when you get setbacks, it's not for you to say, oh man, I'm a dummy, I'm this and that. No, no, no negative, no negative. It's for you to say, okay, let me go back to the drawing board. This was wrong. Let me figure this out. Let me try to do this. Let me do that. And sometimes you got to be realistic. Maybe it's not for you. Everything is not for somebody. And if it's not, it's okay. You move on and try to figure fear- out out what's the next step what else you want to do right we put our eggs in one basket and when the, all the eggs are one, if you drop the bed the basket all the eggs are going to break probably maybe one two maybe all right but most of the majority of the eggs are going to break we need to start spreading our eggs in a basket and having backup plans
2: mm-hmm.
1: i'm not saying that whatever you want to do may not happen but sometimes, life things change.
0: Yeah. It might be this way today, and then tomorrow, you be like, no, I don't want to do it that way, no, no. I want to do it this way. And it's okay. It's your life. You choose what you want to do. You just do it with the fullest and be happy. As long as it's safe
1: and not hurt anybody else, you should do it. I tell my clients all the time, whatever you want to do in life is that is safe and okay not harmful. that you or anybody else do it and, and it's because you don't want to live in regret you don't want to say oh I shouldn't did this or I shouldn't because when you do it and you see you don't it, it doesn't work okay move forward okay but you can never say you never did and you tried Failure is only when you don't try that's you can when
2: you try because
0: that's an attempt it's an experiment it's a lesson learned that is true I'm learning it now because I'm I'm leaning I don't know if I want to go to law school or if I want to go to take the master's But I don't want to come out of school with such a high overhead and, you know. Yeah, I
1: definitely understand that. But look at me. I wanted to do law school. I went to school and became a therapist. I'm not even going to law school no more. Sometimes life changes you in different directions. Mm -hmm. You just got to put your foot in a direction and it will show you which direction you really want to go. Yeah, that's
0: what I'm going to... But it's
1: just... Anxiety. Yeah, yep. When anxiety kicks in that prevents you from even making a move, period. Mm-hmm. So you just gotta write your pros and cons, what you wanna do, which one is more convenient, which are is more worth it. And I mean, to be honest, like, that's, the, the, the student loans is always gonna be there because we ain't rich, no offense, we ain't rich. So no. we gonna have to take out the loans. We gonna have to take out these loans. But it's, <laughs> you gotta see what loan is worth it. Definitely. Because I like, mean, I, I didn't have no type of student debt until I got my bachelor's, and that student debt is like that. My student debt right now is basically for my associate, bachelor's, and master's, all right? And I only got it for my master's, all right? That's how high my student loan is. But you know what? I'm okay because mm-hmm. I like what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So it's going to pay itself back.
0: Do you have any regrets not going to law school? No, because
1: if I want to. I have to go back anytime I want. See, that's what I'm saying. You can't keep it exit on basket. You can't say just because you didn't do it, that's when you can't. Mm-hmm. I can go back, but if I wanted to be a basketball player, I got to be realistic. I won't probably be able to do it because of, of age, I'm 33. You know, usually people 33 and up retire from basketball. So that's what I'm saying. You have to be realistic about your dreams and aspirations. Mm, okay. But as far as school, that's something you anybody go to school. You go to school
0: when you're seventy. I can go to school back go to school
1: when I'm seventy. But is the thing is do I want to? Do
0: you want to go back to school? I
1: don't think so. Okay. But that's because I had this conversation with myself.
0: Okay. But how long did it take you to get your masters? And how was that experience? I, oh
1: that no, it took me four years because I was only doing three, 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 and then two. It could have took me shorter But I was working too I was a full time worker So Again I had to Live in my expectation I'm not gonna go to school Full time And I'm an adult And I got bills, So Mm -hmm. I had to do What's reasonable For my life And that's another thing You have to do What's reasonable For your life If yeah you can go to school Some people say Yeah I wanna go to school But I work So be reasonable You don't have to do Full classes Do one Do two Mm -hmm. Do what's in your
0: Okay. Okay. I think that goes for a lot of people who, you know, have that constant pressure of just trying to live up to their family's expectations or what they want to do and stay, you know, be comfortable with the decision that they make as well. Because I've been fighting with law school. I've been like, I want to do it. I don't want to do it. I want to do it. I don't want to do it. And I think it comes also in here with what we're talking about now, which is, like, doing what, what makes you comfortable. I just want to do something where when I come out with my degrees, I still have, I can still live, you know. Because the worst thing is to go to school and get these degrees and you can't even use them. And then, or you come out and you're not even making the money you expect them to make you know yeah that's,
1: that's not like undergrad but that, 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 that's why you have to do your due diligence also in the field you pick mm-hmm. you have to do the due diligence in the field you pick a school and sometimes it may not work out but it's okay you have to continue to move on don't allow you know, oh i went to school and it's not going right life ain't right no, no you just gotta. all right cool, oh, this ain't gonna work maybe i need to change my avenue
0: right
1: solution finding
0: mm-hmm. Again,
1: remember what i said before we get stuck in the emotion that prevents us from problem solving and solution finding so i go to school graduate can't get a job in my field can't get the money that I want I'm gonna sit in my feelings and be negative and that's gonna do what stop me from doing things to help me better myself I'm not saying you can't feel sad yeah you're gonna feel sad feel sad express it let it out talk to yourself talk to somebody but then you have to start making moves on top of the feeling like this ain't working let me see if I can go to plan b i mean maybe i might have to go back to school Let I me mean, look if i can get another job that's not most, that's not directly in my field maybe similarly like i got a degree so it's going to still boost me up from being entry level to a higher position so mm-hmm. it's either either which way even if you don't get in your field you still have to look at that you have a degree so that's still putting you at a level higher than than the average high school diploma or somebody that doesn't have anything
2: mm. so this
1: is why this is what I'm what I'm trying to basically say I, I like cognitive behavior therapy it's changing your faulty negative thinking into positive constructor ones so anything that goes wrong because again it's, I don't like to say it goes wrong I like to say it's experience because good or bad you learn something mm-hmm. you just gotta learn that through the experience mind you have to find how you have to figure out what's
0: your next avenue what can you do to better yourself right that's true i think i also think to your point where you said like you change change the thing thinking i think that also goes in hand with like social media because you know social media plays a heavy influence on how people construct their life Like they see certain celebrities acquire this and have this and get all these riches and cars and homes and houses and they will put themselves through brokenness to reach that level but still not be fulfilled. And I think it goes back to what you just said, like changing your outlook and just accepting things for how they are in front of you. Instead of ha- instead of forcing other elements to be in front of you, and then you're still not content. You're still rushing. You're still running behind this false dream that you think you should have. Um, I think that'd be a great topic to talk about next episode because that'd be something that a lot of people, I think, can relate to. We I mean,
1: definitely.
0: I think that be I want
1: to say before we go mm-hmm we gotta realize that celebrities have money yep the majority of us don't
2: mm-hmm. and
1: their money comes with problems that we can't afford mm-hmm. so you you're looking at a celebrity but you don't look at what they're going through nine times i did it they might be drug addicts they might be lonely, not happy with they sell they paying out people that they don't want to pay they constantly have to work to have that to sustain that lifestyle that they have mm-hmm. so if you're looking at other people and 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 validating them without validating your own life that's fine and the second point is there's two things in this world that's free and i'm gonna tell you why i say this two things in this world that's free
0: What is it? Tell me.
1: Water and air, right? Mm-hmm. There's two things that's most polluting in this world. What is that? Greed. Water and air. Oh, okay. Sometimes we have you we gotta realize we have to work for our stuff. Because if it's given to you, you're gonna take advantage of it. Mm. Water and air. Free. We take advantage of it your house paid for it you're gonna work and bust your ass to make sure that house is good mm-hmm. so you have to realize with things that you want sometimes does not come easy because it's giving you that yes i got it yes i'm make sure i'm gonna sustain that it shows you the ins and outs of how to maneuver to get to your greatness and we sometimes get stuck because it just doesn't fall in our lap and who's to say we want to, we want to appreciate it if it does
0: that's true I
1: don't, I don't, relationships too.
0: I don't think people realize them. that
1: <sighs> well, through this podcast I hope we hit the masses so they can understand that Everybody has something great in them
0: they just gotta tap in mhm I think I think with this podcast and you being on and my ideas and both of our ideas and experiences is gonna shift um the paradigm a little bit more for people to realize you know like life is not a race just make the best of life every single day um may not have this right now in front of you, but something great is going to come to you in the future. What you got to do first is just do some soul searching and clean up your own house first before you walk outside on the porch and welcome the world. Because, you know, with a filthy house or a filthy backyard, no one, no one's going to really want to be around you. And the people that do want to be around you is just going to continue to make the backyard or the house dirty. So it doesn't make sense to to um even entertain yourself in something like that I think my I think everybody should just take forth from what you know the hood therapist said and what I said as well that you know take every day as one as one step closer to your future but also to a better you um I think also just taking some time to heal taking a lot of time to not put so much pressure and negative connotations on yourself just always always look at life as a positive outlook think that's the best thing for you to do any any final word that's my final word do you have any final words, mr hood therapist no you said
1: it perfectly
0: yeah i think that's um i think that's key and also too we should we should try to dabble in spirituality because i think also too a lot of people feed off energies and we need to talk about how to how to navigate certain energies from getting in your circle your bubble Right. So we wrapping up on show. This is our first official episode to get her. Yes. Taking a shot. No, I'm playing. Shot o'clock, shot o'clock somewhere. I'm <laughs> But yes, we're gonna to try to do this every Sunday. Um, I'll try to have an episode every Sunday at 6 p.m. I will be posting them with Spotify, Anchor, and Apple. Mr. Hood therapist is gonna be around for a while. I'm gonna try to keep him for a while. Um, This conversation flows so good. I'm so shocked. Like I was, I was so nervous, and I was trying to put it off. But I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna
1: do it. I'm glad you say that. Before we go, Mm -hmm.
0: anxiety.
2: Yup. Anxiety
1: causes you not to do something, Mm -hmm. right? But the only way you're gonna know if it's for you or not is for you to what? Try. Exactly, and look, when you did it, now before we go, you, was, you said you was afraid and you was worried.
0: Mm-hmm. Now that
1: you went through it, how do you feel?
0: It feels good. It feels good. <laughs> That's
1: what I want. everybody to hear what she said. When you good. are worried about doing something you want to do, try it. Because yeah. listen to what she just said.
0: Just try. It could go good or bad, no. but the bad you learn a lesson through it. So just try. Yeah, exactly alrighty, we'll see you next week